Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have a great testimony, because it's Testimony Thursday, of a boy or a young man who was in a car accident, and basically was in a car accident that should have killed him, and they never thought he would live, but God, here's the testimony. June 24th, 2016. EMT Greg Clark and the Fort Worth Fire Department responded to an accident involving a car and an 18-wheeler. We were first ones to arrive, and sure enough, a large truck T-boned another vehicle, hit him in the driver's side door. My immediate thought was, it's probably going to be a body recovery, not a rescue situation. Amazingly, they found the driver, 23-year-old Charles Priest, unconscious but alive. He was airlifted to Texas Health Fort Worth Hospital in critical condition. Moments later, his mother, Cherie, drove up on the accident. It, it was unbelief. What am I looking at? What am I saying? Is, is this really him? At that point, I think all the emotions turned off, and it was the matter of, you got to get to your son. After an officer filled her in, Cherie went home and picked up her younger son, Texas, and husband, Chuck. Speeding towards the hospital, they prayed. Okay, God, what's going on? You know, is he going to be okay? I was just praying that it, that God was going to be in the midst of it. When the family arrived at Texas Health Fort Worth, they learned Charles was in a coma. Dr. Muhammad Siadati was one of the medical staff caring for Charles. CAT scans revealed severe head injury, neck injury, broken ribs, blood in the chest, broken pelvis. His head injury was the most severe one. And there is micro tears. It's damage at cellular level that's not necessarily obvious. To see your son lying there and not know if you would ever see his eyes open again and not know if you would ever hear him talk again, it was just overwhelming, heart-wrenching. Although hoping for the best, doctors could make no guarantees. And it was those kind of things. If he survives, if he wakes up, and we don't know when, and there's nothing, and there's no way for them to predict what's gonna happen. As the staff worked round the clock, friends and family gathered to pray, holding on to hope. I may never get to speak to him again. I, I may never get to see him again. We may never get to laugh together again. Thought I was about to lose my son. After three days, it was clear Charles would live but he still faced the possibility of several permanent disabilities. His fractured neck might require surgery, severely limiting his mobility. But doctor's main concern was the elevated cranial pressure. The longer it remained, the more brain damage it could cause. His parents feared their son would never be the same. I mean, there was absolutely nothing we could do um, except for praying and, and, for, and trusting in the Lord pleading with Father and asking him to, 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 to allow us to have another day to play basketball. Alone in the waiting room one evening, Cherie says she was praying when the Lord gave her a promise. I was sitting in the waiting room and I was looking out the window. I saw a dark cloud out in the distance. When I saw that cloud and he took me back to Psalms 18, and it's just a beautiful passage. It starts out with my cry came to the Lord's ear and he heard me. The next several verses describe 
nature responding because he got up and he came to my rescue. And the Lord gave me those four things that he's going to wake up. He's going to know who God is. He's going to know who our family is. And he's going to run. A week later, Charles' cranial pressure stabilized, and the doctors took him for an MRI. The family waited for the results. They said, what we expect is for his brain to look like dog food. And then they put the images up on the screen, and the image of his brain is a healthy brain. And the doctors were surprised. They didn't expect to see it intact that way. Over the next several days, Charles started waking up from the coma, responding to verbal commands. To the staff, it was a great improvement. To the family, it was confirmation that God was answering their prayers. The doctor would come in and say, we're going to do a breathing test, but don't, don't be shocked. It's going to take him a while. And in a couple of days, he's breathing on his own. And within a week, he's eating solid food. Only six weeks after the accident, he exits the hospital walking. Then after wearing a neck brace for four months, he was released by doctors with no surgery and no medical restrictions. So when it was done, it was done. It was the last part of my recovery. And for me to walk away from that with no restrictions, there's no way that I can look at any of the stuff that happened to me and realize it's not a miracle. Charles not only finished his college degree, he was deemed physically and mentally fit to pursue his dream and serve in the Texas National Guard. God is who he says he is. God will do what he says he will do. And if I doubt that, all I have to do is go look at my son. He's not good because of the healing. He's good regardless of whether or not my son was healed. He revealed himself to us in this, and all I, all I can do is say thank you. That was a CBN testimony, and you can find it on YouTube if you search under CBN.com, God's Answer to Prayer Shocks Family. You can also find out more information at CBN.com. I hope you have a wonderful day today, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.